Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is September 15th, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. So today's quote is, oh, today's episode is brought to you by Grow Your Own Optimist by Olive Blake. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, Perfectionism is the voice of the oppressor by Anne Lamott. So, what are we drinking today? We are drinking Ritual Fire. Oof, such a unique tea. It really is like a love it or hate it. It is smoky and spicy. And if you're into those flavors, like if you like mezcal, like you're going to like <laughs> Ritual Fire. It's just very fascinating. So we're going to talk a little bit about cloves today. So this is from flyingthehedge.com. So cloves can be used in protection spells, banishing spells, money spells, and healing spells. And you're like, Tanya, why? Well, I feel like we've been doing this a while. I've started to notice patterns. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe I am just not a green witch per se. And maybe everyone knows this, but like you start to notice like different spices and herbs and what they're connected with. So first of all, protection and banishing. This makes sense. Clove is French for nail and uh, nails and sharp objects tend to be used in protection and banishing traditionally. We see that with like the witch's bottle and things like that, right? So we do see a lot of uh, things kind of in that realm, our connection to, are definitely connected to vanishing, right? Now, money spells. What else is, is, is involved in money spells, right? We have the whole pumpkin spice family. We have cinnamon, ginger. It has heat, right? And spice, or not spice, clove does have that heat. Um, and there's two types of heat. There is warmth and there is spicy. So when I say heat, I don't mean spicy, I mean warmth. But I've noticed almost all of the warm spices tend to be used in money spells. And actually, same with healing spells. They uh, Warmth, ginger, like those anti-inflammatories are typically used in healing spells as well. I'm starting to crack the code, you guys. I'm starting to figure it out. <laughs> Um, okay. So what is our headline today? Mercury retrograde is over. We did it. We survived. And I'm going to be honest. I used to say that like Mercury and retrograde never really affected me. And I'll say it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect Tanya. But it affects my life and the way it messes with everything else. 
Um, there was one day, I think it was like the second week of Mercury and retrograde where I just hopped onto my computer that morning to do my stuff, like my job and to work. And there were three different websites that were just down like shit, like my banking website. We don't know what's wrong. And then, um, another website I go on too often was just down and then another website like my login wasn't working even though that's never been a thing or a problem and it was just all in one morning um and there's also the problem where like communication is like not great but again like it's not me who's having like the communication problem i feel like how i'm being received isn't communicating like i had someone this may be, I maybe shouldn't say this, but whatever. I had someone message me and they're like, oh, you seem to like hate my work. And I'm like, did I say something like heinous? And I went back and looked and I was just like, hey, like, I mean, you know, I'm an editor. It's my job, right? I go and I look and I'm like, uh, I'm like, all my notes are like, hey, this is a little confusing. Hey, maybe we should move this. Hey, maybe we should add this to the front. Hey, maybe we should reorganize this. And I'm like, where are they getting hate from? I'm like, this just looks like an editor doing an editing job. And like, I couldn't figure out. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like communication has been really bad, but it feels like the communication around me is really bad. Like websites are down and, um, you know, people taking uh, just regular work like in these really negative ways and I'm over it. So that's worth the headline. It's over. We're done. I can't I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to lie. Part of me is like, should I just shut down the business during Mercury and retrograde? Because it is so difficult to just do my job, not only communicating with people, but like websites, like stuff I have no power in websites and companies that we use are, are, are messing up and oh it's 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 a lot but it's over oh my gosh all right witches i am throwing this over to our moon correspondent and after this break we will talk more hello to all of my astro friends this is serendipity the chicago astrologer coming at you with your daily moon mantra for friday september 15th the new moon casts its light over the intricate details of Virgo today. Here, the moon opposes Neptune. Neptune is one of the many retrograde planets at the moment and is making it harder and harder to focus. At the opposition, Neptune has no interest in aiding the moon in its journey toward emotional understanding. With this aspect, Neptune is just stirring the pot, unconcerned with what the concoction might evoke. Try to stay clear with yourself about your emotional state. It won't be easy with these energies about. But if you stay honest with yourself about what you're feeling and why, you should be able to navigate these vibes. Your daily moon mantra is, don't place your mistakes on your head. Their weight may crush you. Instead, place them under your feet and use them as a platform to view your horizons. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. From the pages of Which Way Magazine comes a new collection of stories by longtime fiction contributor Olive Blake called Grow Your Own Optimist. 
Featuring a never-before-seen short story, Grow Your Own Optimist is often romantic, occasionally satirical, and always unexpected. These surprising tales of demons, devil's advocates, dystopia, and dating remind us that there is magic to be found in the dark places. Olive Blake is a New York Times best-selling author of The Atlas Six and several other books, including the Which Way anthology, The Answer You Are Looking For Is Yes, and the novella La Petite Mort. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Goblin Prince Toddler, and Rescue Pitbull. Find the new anthology series, Grow Your Own Optimist, by Olive Blake, wherever books are sold. All right, we are back. So today is Friday. And if you're new here, we do a special little thing on Friday that I call Encyclopedia Friday. And it's where I basically open up one of my old encyclopedias on occultism and see if we get anything good. So I I use a random number generator and I put in the page numbers. We have 571 to 992. And let's see what we get. We have 876. And let's see if there's anything good on here. Oh, there's two things we can kind of touch on. Okay, so one is metals and animal magnetism. So let's see what this is about. It was claimed by the magneticists that various metals exercised a characteristic influence on their patients. Physical sensations of heat and cold, numbness, drowsiness, and so on were experienced by somniambles on contact with um, metals or even metals when secretly introduced into the room. Dr. John Ellitson especially gave much prominence to the alleged power of metal to transmit the magnetic fluid. Gold, silver, platinum, and nickel were said to be good conductors, although the magnetism conveyed by the latter was a highly dangerous character. Copper, tin, pewter, and zinc were bad conductors. Dr. Ellitson found that a magnetized sovereign, which is a gold British coin, would throw into a trance his sensitives. The Oki sisters, and that although iron would neutralize the magnetic properties of the sovereign, no other metal would do so. When Baron Karl von Reichenbach propounded his theory of odic force, his sensitive claimed to see a luminous emanation proceed from the metals. Silver and gold shone white, lead, blue, nickel, red, and so on. Opponents of Reckenbach's theories ascribe such a phenomenon to suggestion. Oh, that's fascinating. So this is interesting because they're, I mean, we kind of subscribe to this theory with crystals, right? I mean, it's kind of the same thing. We claim crystals have all this energetic um, control. Why is it too crazy to think that metals could too? But what was fascinating is this line here where he said, gold, silver, platinum, and nickel were said to be a good conductors, although the magnetism conveyed by the latter, the nickel, was of a highly dangerous character. And that's interesting because I am highly allergic to nickel. 
very allergic. I'm actually allergic to most metals. Um, and I think a lot of people are allergic to nickel. So it's funny how uh, in their work it said it was a dangerous character. Uh, but basically, who was it who said, oh, they basically, uh, people who don't believe it just say it's all suggestion, which maybe, you never know. But they wrote papers on this. Human Physiology in London, 1840. Letters on Odd and Magnetism, London, 1926. Which was reissued under the title The Odic Force uh, in 1968. Hmm. Okay, and we have another one. This is fun. This is like the, uh, I, I think it's etymology of the word metaphysics. Let, let's find out. Which that's interesting because we use that word today to talk about all kinds of stuff. Like metaphysical shops and uh, books and like what does it really mean? Let's find out. So the term proposed by Professor Charles Roche in 1905 when he was elected president of the Society for Cyclical Research London for Phenomena and Experiments in Cyclical Research. In his inaugural address, he defined metaphysics as, quote, a science dealing with mechanical or psychological phenomena due to forces which seem to be intelligent or to unknown powers, latent in human intelligence. That's, that's a nice definition. He divided it into objective and subjective metaphysics, objective metaphysics, dealing with material external facts, the second, so subjective metaphysics, dealing with psychic internal non-material facts. The term was generally approved on, um, yeah, they approved the Society for cyclical research approved this definition in germany the word parapsychic was accepted instead this was originally proposed by emil boriak professor theodore flaunor flaunoy uh yeah so in germany the word paraphysic was accepted instead this was originally proposed by emil boriak and Professor Flanoy. So Professor Flanoy suggested that paraphysics would be better than metaphysical. And Roche's term could be limited to those phenomena which have been definitively proven uh, supernormal in character. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with Flanoy. I like paraphysics better than metaphysical. Um, basically, in modern terms, all three are now uh, considered just parapsychology. Cool. I love this game. <laughs> I hope you do, too. I have a really nice time. Ooh, good. Look at us learning. Learning together. All right, witches. We do have a card pull today. Let's see what our card is. Our card is... Mountain by Dark Magic Oracle. 
This card represents the sacred place that humans exist within the four natural elements. The person immerses themselves in water, candles, flame, clouds, and the mountain. You can be quiet and soft and strong and powerful at the same time. Mountain appears in quiet times of your vulnerability and letting down your guard, reminding you that you are strong and the divine has your back. Daily practice, carry or wear black jasper for balance, stability, and sturdiness of body and mind. Drink ashwagandha tea as a tonic to rebuild muscle mass and boost your immune system. And practice yoga or Tai Chi daily to celebrate your physical presence in a healthy, empowered, body-neutral way. All right, witches. So we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. Let me see if I have any housekeeping. None today. Um, but I do want to give some shout-outs. Our first shout-out is Lilith. Lilith, you badass sparkling mongoose. Don Howard, you glowing splendid kitten. Veronica, you glorious insidious Valkyrie queen. And Lori Sanderson, you formidable beautiful sunflower. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And that's all I've got. So uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.